Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. When we talk about McDonald's combo meals, we talk about savory meat, golden fries, and your favorite drink. Now, the combo meals just got crispy, juicy, and tender with the new crispy chicken sandwich combo. And you have to try it. Get a classic or spicy crispy chicken sandwich with medium fries and a medium soft drink like Sprite for only six bucks. Promotion pricing may be lower than meal pricing, cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Morning. Morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the weeping, the weeping. Welcome to the Crotch Out Radio Show where we kick the issues in the balls. We're on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the memes. So if you're angry want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I take no bullshit from nobody. I actually expose the bullshit of the society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. Today I am honored to have Miss Marie Christy on the show. We're going to be talking about mental illness and the how, how it's stigmatized and how it's ignored. And uh, Christy, how you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm okay. Uh, what, what's going on in the background? That's what I was worried about. You, call, I was in the process of transitioning myself. Oh, uh, so I'm trying. I'm. I'm actually driving. Oh, you're driving. Yeah, but I'm getting ready to pull over. So, oh, okay. uh, and then I drive a Jeep, so it's like nothing but background. So, oh, air. Yeah, sorry. That's that's okay. Is it bad? Uh, no. Well, we'll soldier through it. I will just pump up some background music for us. Okay. 
There we go. Nice little uh, relaxing, chill out EDM. So, um, yeah, you you contacted me via uh, Instagram today, and you know, I you know, I watch I watched some of the interview that you were on on another on another podcast. Uh, why, why don't you tell people uh, your, your story from the beginning? Well, um, I I have a 23-year-old. He just turned 23 yesterday, actually. So, mm-hmm. Mazel tov. Um, uh, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia at 18, um, uh, clinically depressed, mm. which is, um, you know, it's not like your everyday depression. It's, you know, it, it you know, like something bad happening at work and you go home and you're sad. This mm-hmm. is something, you know, this is a this is going to be an everyday thing for the rest of his life. So um, mm-hmm. we've been struggling with it since he was 18. And so, I mean, we just, we've hit a lot of uh, bumps in the road. We've had a lot of good times, but we've, you know, we've had a lot of, uh, I was worried when I caught, when I sent you my in- information and you asked me to be on the podcast, I was like, uh, I have a foul mouth. <laughs> So okay. I was like, oh, my God, I hope I don't say anything to piss anybody off. But, uh, you know, between insurance and uh, the medical field, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you're, it's a lost cause. Politics uh, got their hands in everything. <laughs> and your your hands are basically tied when it comes to your loved ones. It's, you know, and I've just I've been doing a lot of research. I went back to school. Um you know, for social work, so I can, you know, figure out how am I going to help my son be successful in this world. Hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sure that's every mother's, you know. So all we want is success for our for our family. Okay, so I mean, when when did you notice a change? Like, was it a progressive change, or no. like overnight? It was like roar, you know. It was overnight. Oh wow! It was it, it was it was like a turning on the light switch. Hmm. Uh, but the crazy thing is, is that we noticed something was wrong, but we kind of just, you know, we kind of like, uh, we, you know, like, oh, he's just got an attitude. Oh, he's just, you know, oh, he's just having a rough week. Oh, he's just being an asshole. Uh, hmm. Maybe he's drinking. Maybe he's doing drugs or, uh, which in a lot of cases when someone is struggling with mental illness, I mean, that's the first thing they do start doing is they start doing drugs and they start drinking. So, um, but that wasn't the case at this point with us. I mean, so what was there, did they ever discover a cause for this change or was it just, you know, was it environmentally caused or was it all internal? Uh, so, during during the beginnings of it, so maybe the first three years was pure hell. Hmm. Literally, you just, you really don't know. They don't know. Your brain is so complex. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then we start doing research. We start doing our own homework. And next thing, you know, and I start realizing, you know, this is genetic. You know, and then a lot of people will say, no, it's not genetic. You can change your food. You can change. No, no, you can't. I've done the timeline through our family, uh, through his dad's family. And 
I mean, it runs. It, it's, it runs a long way through my family. So my dad's side of the family. So uh, it's genetic. And after, I think, so he's been in the hospital about, I guess, going on 10 times. This, is, this was his 10th time. Uh, I think maybe about the seventh time, one of the doctors finally had a talk with us. Mm. He was like, was he just like a regular normal kid? And, you know, and then next thing you know, it just, and I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, that's the way it happens. And I wish someone would have told us that, you know, but, you know, you go to the doctor, they bandage you and they send you home. So. Right. Right. I mean, what, like how many, how many, uh, how many opinions you had to get before you even got to that, um, <laughs> that close to a, a diagnosis? Uh, well, he had to. He had tried committing suicide twice. Mm. Um, the hallucinations went were unreal. There was a point. It, I can't honestly. Uh, I think maybe like the sev- six, sixth or seventh time that he was in the hospital is when I. I think the shock that comes over your family year and all the struggles and all the bad things that are happening you're just kind of like why is this happening and you just kind of get through it but i think finally at that maybe six or seven time mm-hmm. we were like hold on you know we really we need some information people need to start talking to us mm-hmm. you know because you go to the doctor and they just they tell you what they tell you what you know what they want to tell you and you're like, okay, and you go home. Almost so, like that uh, scene from Idiocracy where he went <laughs> to the doctor. And he's like, here, shove this in your mouth and shove this up the other end. And we'll just diagnose you that way. Exactly. This is what's best for you. Here, you go. You, you take it. Here. No, bullshit. Everybody's different. Everybody's brain is different. Everybody yeah. behaves different. Um, and finally, we sat down and my husband was like, no, mm-mm. You're gonna you're gonna sit here until we understand what everybody's future in our family is gonna be like mm-hmm. because it affects your entire family. Yes, of course. You know? So I mean, you you, know. it's like, can he be around children? I mean, can he be around other adults? Is he a danger to himself or others? Well, I mean, you know, we already got no. you know, yeah, and, and like those questions. Yeah, when people think of mental illness, what's the first thing that comes to their mind? The, you see it on the media, all you see is a bunch of crazy fucks, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I live in New York City. I mean, the the mental illness I see are usually the homeless guy, you know, you know, either rapping a, a, a song about whatever or having a discuss. Like, there was this one guy, um, he used to walk around with a stuffed duck and he would have a conversation with it. I mean, it's, you know, the, the, you either get that or you get the ones that will bash you in the head with a brick. I mean, that that's... Aggressive. Yeah. yeah. And, and the sad thing is, is that um, nobody cares. Yeah. I, mean, I fight. I mean, I fight tooth and nail. When I, when we go to the doctor or when mm-hmm. my son has to go into the hospital, mm-hmm. it's not because he's aggressive and crazy. It's because... It scares him internally mm. and it worries him. And so he feels safer there. So he'll go for a couple of days and then he comes home and he's fine. Uh, 
you know, if you watch the podcast, it tells you my whole, his whole story. He's, he's naturally an introvert. Right. So for him, so when all this started, it was like, okay, you know, he's already to himself. So he's quiet. He's peaceful. He's happy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very kind. I mean, God forbid you kill a bee in our house. No, he will trap it and he will send it on its way. But that's because he takes his medication and that's because his family surrounds him. And, and I mean, I, I don't take anything less than what is out there. And honestly, there's not a lot mm-hmm. to be totally honest. You have to fight tooth and nail to get help for your family. Um, for someone that has an illness these days, because otherwise you're going to see them walking down the street with a duck. And I don't want that for my son, you know? Is it there, needs to change. I mean, yeah. it's everywhere. It doesn't discriminate. Mental yeah. illness does not discriminate. Rich, poor, uh, yeah. black, white, Mexican, Latin, uh, Filipino. I don't care. It, mm-hmm. It's in every family. Um, yeah. And, you know, they're not doing anything about it. So, I mean, basically, what, uh, like, how did the doctors try to dismiss you? Like, what did they say to just, like, you know, downplay your son's illness. Okay. Like so, what like what should people look for to be like, no, 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 stupid. You're doing your job. Like what what like what were the words they said? So that way people outside could be like, no, you're trying to you are giving me the blow off now. Um so when someone has a, a total breakdown, you take them to a mental facility. Mm-hmm. an asylum or they don't call them asylum anymore they call them mental health mental behavior facilities that's what they call them now mm-hmm. um so you don't have much contact you put them in the hospital and they assess them because it's your brain it's really hard to determine exactly what's going on so they assess within a 14 day period right they give them some medications and they discharge them and send you home with them hmm. And that's it. Hmm. And you're like, okay, so now what do I do? You get a discharge that says, take your medicines at these times, this time, this time. If you feel this way, come back, give us a call. Um, I took it upon myself to uh, to find a psychiatrist. I mean, we have a psychiatrist. We have uh, a regular therapist that he sees. He sees the regular doctor. Uh he sees he has music therapy uh, one of uh, this guy comes over and they play the guitar together mm-hmm. they play all I mean for hours and then he has uh, he goes to horse therapy mm-hmm. the idea is to be consistent and but they don't tell you anything nothing mm-hmm. nothing they just send you home and they expect families to be like okay I got this and then you just paid them fourteen thousand dollars uh, for seven days or fourteen days, you know. Goodness. Yeah, it was twenty eight thousand dollars for seven days one time. And insurance yeah. doesn't cover that. Yeah, insurance pays for it. I mean, we have really good insurance, which I'm thankful for. Okay. Don't good. even get me on social medicine because I'm not. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, we have really good insurance, and we pay out of our ass for it. But most doctors, all they want to do is prescribe medication because that's where yeah. the money is in, me- in me- medication management. Hmm. That's where the money's at with this. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but, you know, 
<laughs> but yeah. if you want to talk about big pharma, yeah. that's a whole nother story. Well, yeah. I've learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I've always been, I've always, I've always been a pushover, and for some reason, all of a sudden, it just came over me that I better take charge. You yeah. know. Yeah. Well, and, the mama, the mama lioness just came out. <laughs> uh yeah. It, I know he needs his medication. Absolutely. But he, there's so much more that everybody else needs mm-hmm. than just medication. Because they're not going to take it. Right. You know, that's why they're homeless. That's why they're out on the street. And that's why there's anger and, and you know, everybody's so damn aggressive. And there's so much ugliness because nobody handles their business emotionally. You know, you're not a tough guy if you handle your emotions or well you better because then you see shit on tv you know bad stuff you know and i like that's all i ever hear Mm -hmm. you know well he was dealing with a mentally but yet no one addresses it yeah you know yeah i mean there it, it is well known that we do have a mental health issue in america but they blame it on other things like when when they when they act out or cause violence, they blame it on something else. They don't blame it on actually. There's no prevention. Like like you said in that podcast, there's no prevention for for mental for mental illness. They like they'll they'll lock down the whole society if someone has the sniffles. <laughs> but if for someone real. but if someone starts hearing voices and and you know. You know, I mean, I'm I'm being facetious right now, but you know, if you if you you start if you believe your dog is talking to you and telling you to kill your family, that you know, everyone just says, "Oh, he's just eccentric." Oh, he's just expressing himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, it, it, everybody wants to blow it off. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to blame blame something else, but in actuality, it starts in elementary school. Mm. You know, I mean, that's where it really starts. You know, you got to start watching your family and watching your kids and pay attention to them and don't just medicate them. You know, you got to interact with, you know, you got to have that family connection. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing. And if you don't have family, then, um, I mean, there's other, and that's just the problem. There's not organizations. I've been searching for something for his age to where that, because he is social within, you know, within the family, but, you know, he's always been such an introvert and I think that he needs to have peers, you know, but unless he's an alcoholic or, or a drug addict, which to me, you, there's an underlining issue if you're a drug addict Mm -hmm. and uh, alcoholic. Yeah, of course. Um, Self-medication. There, yeah, exactly. There's no prevention. There's nothing for me to put him in to be like, hey, go to groups. Here's a group for you for your age just because you're depressed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no, I love Texas. My God, uh, by all means, I love Texas. I, I'm Texas through and through. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to have to move somewhere else in order to Minneapolis oh, to get no. my son what he needs, you know. And I will, but I shouldn't have but, to. Yeah, Nobody I mean, will. be careful in Minneapolis. I mean, especially nowadays. No, no, no. That pl- no, that, no, no. You're right. Yeah, they probably they probably burnt that doctor's place to the ground already. 
Oh, Jesus, because you know what? There's like the perfect example of a place for uh, men of all ages mm -hmm. to get any type of mental health mm -hmm. um, help, not just medication. I didn't even think about that. Oh, my gosh. I just like I talked to him like a couple months ago. I should probably call and check on him. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Right. All right, uh, but I mean, did, has your son ever faced any stigma? Uh, any stigma that perhaps like um, exact? I can't. Why can't I say that word now? Like made his condition worse or like caused caused an episode? exaggerated it? Yeah, um, exacerbated. There you go. Now I said it. No, no, because I think that I think in the beginning mm -hmm. that. Um, some people were a little standoffish but I don't think maybe he even recognized it because of the way I am then I kind of make everyone like hey he's he's just as normal as us he's just like extremely uh, a little more sensitive to sound he's a mm. little more sensitive to light so he wears his sunglasses you know um, he's really shy and that's basically about it you know other than that, um, I do notice that people will stare because he like will stand really close to me, or mm -hmm. or maybe that's just me. I feel that way because I'm worried that somebody will like um, like uh, what's the word? Mess with them? Uh, yeah, you know they'll they'll be like, oh my god, what a weirdo, or they'll try to videotape, or I mean he doesn't do anything odd like out of the norm. Yeah. He just. You know, he won't look at you in the eyes. He looks down, you know, and people, when they'll notice stuff like that, you know, or when he talks to you, he won't look at you in your eyes because he's worried that you don't like him, you wow. know? And sometimes the, the scariest thing is mm. anybody with a mental illness, 90% of the time, they're more afraid of you than they are, than you, than you should be of them that I've come across, you know? Well, I mean, so my question is, I mean, God forbid, you're, you're not going to live forever. I mean, may you live to 120, exactly. uh, but what's what what's he going what's going to happen to him? I mean, how, he, he's going to have to learn how to manage himself. And that's what terrifies me. Mm. You know, I can drive down the road and like you said, you know, you see the guys walking down the street, you know, uh we volunteer at our local homeless shelter. It's a day facility called the hangar. Mm -hmm. And we go down there and, and, you know, and they're so nice to Charlie. They're like, Hey Charlie. And you know, sometimes he doesn't talk at all. He'll go like a whole month without talking, wow. you know, and, but he'll lift his head and he says, hi, I just want him to be aware. I'm trying to educate him on like, you've got to stay on your medicine. You've got it. You know, you've got to interact. You know, you don't have a choice. These are, but I think that these are skills that they need to relearn. Yeah. When they're struggling through all this, you know. And there's absolutely no help that, like, no group or, or any doctor he could go to to like help speak, like speak to someone to 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 help learn these skills, like a a trained professional. No, nothing. nothing. I search high and low and the one place I found was in Minneapolis. Minneapolis it's called face it or something like that and it's for men you know and and I think men 
and it does it hits men harder than it hits women mm -hmm. it hits men between the ages of 18 and 25 mm -hmm. um and for uh and i can't find anything for uh for any for that for his age mm -hmm. hmm. i know minneapolis <laughs> wow. places uh, that's that's really that's yeah really i've searched sad, high, yeah. i mean i've searched in every every county in texas have you there's nothing have you spoken to any like politicians to see hey uh you know you know have you ever have you thought about becoming an activist for this because i mean it is needed it can prevent like like a ton of a ton of actual school shootings and or whatever other types exactly. of violence you know, I've talked to uh, NAMI. It's a, an organization mm -hmm. for mental illness. And um, I've talked to local and then I've talked to state. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I honestly, I don't even understand how now I'm going to get on another soapbox. All Go the ahead. fundraising for mental illness. Mm -hmm. I watch people have concerts. I've seen I've seen huge celebrities um, raise money, millions of dollars, and I'm just like, where the hell is all this money going? Because, I mean, I'm searching. You have no idea of the, the, the help that people need mm -hmm. that they don't get. And I, I'm confused as to where, where does all that money go? Because when I called NAMI, I was... Um, I was really concerned about if something happened to me financially, how was Charlie going to take care of himself? Yeah. So I called them. So it's national association for mental illness. Sorry. Um, I called them and she, and I said, I needed a lawyer that kind of specializes with someone with mental illness. This is a huge organization. She told me that, Oh, just Google it and you should find somebody. Local. Oh my God. Wasn't the whole point for me to call and have someone help me and, uh, she did. She told you. She told you exactly where to go and how to do yeah. it. Google yeah, she it. She told me to Google it. You know? Yeah. For that. So for I'm that, like, she probably earned a hundred grand that year. Google it. Google it. Yeah, and she has a fundraiser every year. And I was like, yeah, you're not getting my check, sister. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. No way. No, I know everybody has a different view on it. Um, I'm just a mom. Yeah. You know, trying to figure out how I'm going to help my son survive this. Um, and it scares me. I just want him to be able, I just want him to be successful. Uh, I guess one of my biggest things that I'd like to advocate for is that uh, I want all the hospital staff, mm -hmm. not just, not just uh, the specific um, area for mental illness. I think all hospital staff and all law enforcement and like even if you work in the reception area of law enforcement because they only get eight hours of training to work with someone with mental illness wow. eight hours yeah that's all they're required to have hmm. it's not mandated that they actually i mean and god forbid he's having an attack they, for lack yes. of a better term and he's around a police officer that is not trained because i've seen videos like that i mean 
you know, uh, there was this young boy who had uh, autism. He was autistic uh-huh. and he he didn't know how to respond to the officer and the officer just slammed him on the ground because he know, didn't know anybody. just as vital as any other, yeah. any other illness. But for some reason, this is the one that's sitting on the back burner. Mm-hmm. But it's the one that is most prevalent right now in going on. I mean, there was a shooting at some church, and it was some uh, some guy went in the church and shot. And the first thing that they said was, "Well, he had been dealing with some mental issues." And mm-hmm. and I'm like, every time I turn, I can't even watch TV anymore. I'm like, I, do something. And you know, when you go to school for social work, mm-hmm. they teach you all of this all the laws and I mean you learn all this stuff and I'm like so this stuff is taught every year but nothing has changed yeah Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online that's because they've invested 13 billion dollars in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years it's working in just the past few months they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Well, because, I mean, look, I, I, I worked around social workers. All they are is glorified form filler uppers. That's it. They don't they don't help nobody. They just they, they would rather just sit on their can, fill out a form for you, wish you good luck and make it somebody else's problem. That's what a social worker is. OK, well, she's the one that told. So when I wanted him to do a group. I was like, he. I think he needs, we want to do preventative so mm-hmm. that he doesn't do drugs and he doesn't want to do alcohol, you know, because you, when you're struggling with mental illness, the, the uh, self-medicating is the first thing you do. And I was like, is there anything um, preventative, like a group, you know, something to keep them in, interact, interact, interacting with others? And she's like, yeah, we'll let him come down and I'll assess him and and I'm like, you're a social worker. How are you going to assess him? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know all the classes that you guys took. I didn't take anything to assess anybody. You know, I could probably pinpoint it, but yeah, it's nuts. It's, crazy. it's a bunch of bullshit. I don't know where all the money is. Language. I'm sure, no, I'm sure we do know, but yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm like, I'm really sorry. Like, how can, how can like someone like me or like my audience help, help you help like make this better? Cause there has you to know, be a solution. I mean, I, I don't believe that, you know, everything is like, you know, come, you know, I think that this, I think this part of uh, mm. society is, I seriously believe that, I mean, mental illness, the laws are from the seventies. Mm. Uh, and then prior to that, uh, I'm, I mean, it was, I don't think they had been touched since, uh, maybe CPS was formed, 
uh, it's crazy. It, yeah, the seventies and then prior to that, I can't even remember when when it was touched. But uh, oh, the law changed that children cannot be with senior citizens and adults, older adults, in asylums. So that was like way before the seventies. But that was it. That that was one of the laws that changed. That was it. Yeah. Hmm. No. Uh, I really, I really, honestly, other than just constantly speaking out, and that if you do know somebody or families, because families are still embarrassed, mm -hmm. they don't want to talk about it, and they don't want help. I mean, I mean, my family's living proof of that. Yeah. My extended family, like my mom and my uncles and my aunts, and no, they don't want to talk about it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look. I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I kind of make a joke about this, but like, I, I didn't know I was going to have you on, but I've actually made a joke, but it's, it's based on reality. Like in, in Latin culture, what we do, what we do with our mentally ill, we just like throw them in the backyard, like free range chicken and just, and, and you, yeah. And you, and you forget as, it. Hey, as long as you're fed. Yeah. And you got clothes and you got a roof over your head. Everything's fine. Yeah, I mean, but it's I, it's like really the saddest thing I've ever seen. But it's like, there, there. You're right. There's absolutely no help for people like that. Like, I, I mean, hey, if you got erectile dysfunction, oh my goodness, there's there's tons of clinics and whatnot for you. But you know, you you're trying not to like speak to the devil in your brain, and there's like nothing. Like, here's a pill. Here's the pill that's probably going to turn your brain into Swiss cheese and make you have suicidal thoughts. I mean, you, you see these pills marketed oh on God. TV. It's like, if you have suicide, this may cause suicidal thoughts or making you think you're a slimer from the Ghostbusters. Like, wait, what? It's going to make you even worse. Yeah, it's Go like, ahead, take it. Wait, what's the what's the fucking point? You're going to start collecting thumbs, but it's okay. You'll feel better. Yeah. No, you won't. No. <laughs> You'll no, be in prison with everybody else. Yeah, how how the how is this fucking how the, how is this approved by the FDA? <laughs> I swear to God, you want to talk about conspiracies? Yeah, it's right. big pharma and prison systems. Texas is one of the largest. We have the largest population of prisoners, mm -hmm. and we have the most privately funded prisons. Private, so. You want as many people in there as possible. Of course. Well, and most of them are all minorities or ethnic, not Caucasian. And most of them are on, are getting funneled all kind of uh, medication, tons of psychotic medications, tons of them. Hmm. How do I know this? Because I have tons of, <laughs> not tons. I mean, I am Mexican, so I got a big family, yeah, but okay. I have a lot of Or the lip way. <laughs> I don't. Uh, everybody's listening. That's in New York, right? But I got a lot of family. Not, every, that, not uh, everyone. I got. I got people yeah. all over. I got the people. Oh from my Jersey. gosh! Yeah. Uh, you know that are in prison, and you know, and I've sat down and we've talked about it, and you know, and we've talked about the history and why were you there? What was it like in there? What goes on in there? And then the mental illness thing, just you know, it it scares me. You know, because that that's the line that you go down. You go down with you're either homeless 
you commit suicide or you're in prison. It's almost like you know? it's preferable to commit suicide because then you're no longer no one else's problem. I mean, it, it just really yeah. seems like from what you're telling me, it just seems like everyone just passes the buck. It's like, okay, it's not my problem. Here, here, have some bills, pills. It's not my problem anymore. Here, uh, go to this person. It's not my problem anymore. Is Here, go to this hospital. Go to oh, that, hospital. that hospital. And the hospitals yeah. are babysitters. And I've had doctors or psychiatrists tell me all they did was babysit. And I'm like, yes, all they did was babysit. And when I picked him up, he was high as a kite. He couldn't even walk. He was so over-medicated. Mm. All they did was med- uh, medication management, which is not what was needed, and uh, babysat. They're babysitters, and they passed the buck. They passed the buck. That's exactly right. How is anyone supposed to heal? There's no healing. Do you see the circle that I... Yeah. I do you see I talk in circles? Yes. Because that's how I. That's how we're treated constantly. It's like... So what do I do today? Like what? Like if okay, say he he goes through a depression state. Yeah. You know what do most people do? They stay in bed. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't want him. I don't want that for him. I want you know. So I just I go in circles. Who am I going to talk to? Who am I going to ask? You know, they don't check on you later. You just go for your appointments. You know, you go for your appointments. No one gives a crap. It's nuts. Austin is just obscene. I mean, you should right down the street from the uh, mental hospitals. I mean, it's Tent City. It's crazy. It's nuts. So, I mean, uh, like, uh, are you going to go to Minneapolis? I mean, if that's I considered it, but then all this started. Right. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, it's. I mean, because. I can't I can't like what's the that's not sustainable the way the way you're living the way he's living it's not it can't be sustainable I mean what he has to be able to like someday like God forbid I mean yeah what what about what about getting married and having kids and 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 all that I mean I I mean I hate to sound like I'm twisting the knife here no no but not anything that I've never even I mean that's probably my biggest fears what the hell is going to happen? Yeah. I mean, what the hell is going to happen to my son that I've given absolutely everything? Yeah. I'm a goddamn taxpayer. I mean, they basically suck the life out of us. And yeah. then they expect me to come to them for help. And there's no damn help. Nothing. I mean, the only. Absolutely I mean, nothing. Like, God forbid. God forbid. Like, if, if he was to have an episode and something like. Mm-hmm. A, a police officer doesn't know what's going mm-hmm. on, and you know he gets jumpy, bang bang. Yeah. And, and like well, then what? Like oh well. <laughs> yeah. He's like he I feel f- sorry for that that place. I feel sorry for everybody involved in that. And it, I mean, it's so important that they get trained. Yeah. You know, it's it it scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. He he goes so. Uh, you know, mycology is the study of mushrooms. Yeah. Okay, so back, way back when, when uh, uh, hospitals were able to, you know, actually help people, 
before big pharma. So they were given uh, psychedelics to patients with schizophrenia. Right. There's actually a, a facility in California that does it. Mm-hmm. And um, I've looked into it any, anyway. And so he has started studying um, mushrooms. So he'll go to the park down the road. I'm not kidding. The anxiety that I get when he leaves the house. I mean, he's mm. 23. He can do whatever he wants to do. Right. But the anxiety, you know, what if all of a sudden somebody startles the shit out of him and he freaks out and goes and huddles in a corner, you know, and some crazy cop comes over or somebody, not just a cop, just anybody, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't know what's wrong with him and they harass him, you know, it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I don't want to single out the cops, but that's my biggest fear, mm-hmm. you know, I and mean, it's not, I mean, it's, it's common. I mean, unfortunately, it's common. I mean, I mean, they try to make it a race issue, but I think it's just a bad training, police bad training issue or lack of training. It's a non-lack of training. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, lack of. Yeah. I mean, you you know, it's. So the main problem is no, no, uh, no preventional, no prevention Mm -hmm. treatment, no, uh, no real treatment, just uh, here's some drugs. Hopefully it doesn't, like, you know, turn your brain into yeah. Swiss cheese. Yeah, insurance pays for one type of therapy, and then they'll pay for you to be in the hospital for, you know, for about 14 days. Hmm. You know, which is fine, because I don't want him in a hospital. He needs to be home with his family, you know. Right. He's functional, but the fact of you know, the fact that he loud noises and, you know, and him not taking off his sunglasses somewhere. Somebody might, you know, like you go in a bank, you have to take your sunglasses and your hat off or something like that. Yeah. You know, and what if he walks in and, and you know, the lack of education is just obscene for yeah. for everybody, even families. Mm-hmm. I've even gotten after family members for saying stupid shit like, um, why won't Charlie cut his hair? He looks like, you know, he looked like Albert Einstein. I don't remember what he, what they said. It was at Thanksgiving. Mm. And of course, there's no joke about me being overreacting. I'm extremely sensitive when it comes to them, to my kids, right. you know, my, my son. I don't want anybody. What if it hurt his feelings? Maybe he thought it was funny, but what if it did hurt his feelings, yeah. you know? Don't be stupid. Watch what you say. You know, watch your mouth. Um, the lack of education—it's—it's it, it's in a hole. It's with everybody. Absolutely, freaking everybody. Hmm. Yeah, it's not a medication issue. So, I mean, I know I probably already asked this, but what, what's the plan? What's the plan? Like, what's the long-term plan? I mean, there has to be... Is there any light at the end of the tunnel so far? Um, so this has been a five-year process. And I know people that have been struggling with it. Uh, I've, I've made friends um, that their, their kids are like in their 30s and stuff. And... Um, I think I'm handling things a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm preparing for that long term. You know, I'm I'm optimistic, but I think I may I might be too optimistic, and and 
I'm okay with that. I see. Uh, will he always need to live with somebody? Probably. Hmm. Um, if not, more than likely, he'd become like a hoarder or a hermit or something. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. I mean, that is he is he well enough to work? Um. Yeah, he could probably have a part time job, but. I'm still on the edge of, uh, I don't want anybody to be ugly. People are so freaking ugly and mean. I just, you know, we are so grateful and blessed that we have, you know, our company does really well. So, you know, every now and then, you know, he'll come to work with me or my husband will take him to work with him. And if we have a job, he'll do a little bit on the job and, you know, he works at home. He he wants to do you know. I don't have to hire a housekeeper. He'll. He, I mean, he didn't clean thoroughly. He's a guy, for God's sakes. Uh, but he does like his his own chores and stuff, and his own laundry and mm-hmm. the dishes and. So I mean, he's pretty active, uh, but him working out in the real world, no. I can't even see it happening right now. So, Mm-mm. yeah, I, I, I want to go a little deep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how to phrase this because I don't want to. I, I don't want to. You won't hurt my feelings. Yeah. I, I, like, I, what, I, what, I think what happened was yeah. is that when I started talking about it mm-hmm. openly, some people were highly offended in my family. And I think they kind of toughened me up for anything that anybody has to say because right. uh, what, they weren't what, working on eggshells. So what's the like? How how like what's what's it like internally in his head? If you know, like what 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 type of like the hell that's going on in him? Is he like locked in his mind a lot? Yeah, yeah. He plays his music a lot because he says it's easier for him to channel but if he's having psychosis Mm -hmm. everybody's psychosis is different right i've read tons of books and everyone has different psychosis um his he thinks that it during a psychosis he thinks that people think that he's ugly and that dogs will purposely bark at him and that birds purposely chirp at him mm. like on purpose like you know me and you could probably walk down the street and be like oh that's a nice bird yeah his is like oh my gosh why is the he won't verbally say it but you know it would you can tell his face gets red and he looks like he wants to like his eyes will get watery and you know he'll he'll be ready to leave if we go anywhere you know and, uh, so it's it's pretty tough you know i can't even imagine i you know it breaks my heart literally you know when i try to sit down and talk to him cuz all i'm doing is talking and he just kind of waves me away he doesn't want to talk about it i don't think he's i don't think he a lot of rec- not recovery but a lot of um a lot of people's success with this, with their mental illness, is accepting it. Mm-hmm. I own it. I accept it. This is what's wrong with me, and you know, and I'm gonna move on from it. But 
I think at his age and, you know, we really thought, I mean, I was the mom that had the life planned out. Yeah. Everything was planned out. This is the school you're going to go to. This is a private school, elementary, private, high school, college. This is what's going to happen, you know, church, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And no, shit did not pan out the way I planned it. And it didn't plan out the way he planned it. And I don't think, and he still, he still says, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine. Nothing's wrong with me. I'm fine. So how are you and your husband coping with this? Because I'm pretty sure it's it's like a big, it's a big burden. <laughs> uh, we're not divorced. Okay. And I haven't killed him. He hasn't killed me. Oh, okay. Uh, right. It was hard it, in the first first three or four four three years, three and a half years. I think over the year and a half, we finally have have joined together and united but it was it was bad mm-hmm. it was bad because he's a man he was like uh nothing's wrong with him you know what what the hell's wrong with him he, need to, he needs to get his ass up he needs to get a job he did have a job and when he was working i mean he was working his ass off mm-hmm. and he was saving his money he was frugal he was you know he bought what he wanted. He was never late to work. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, we know that you're on drugs and we know that it was a struggle. Cause I was like, you know, stop treating him like that. You know, something's wrong, but nobody, you know, yeah, they just I, didn't want to, they didn't want to deal with it. They didn't know how to explain it. So they, it was like, it was easier to try to chase him away. It I, I think men, when they see their son uh, this is uh, you know and i'm only speaking from like experiences that i've like literally witnessed or like talked to people i mean i'm not a freaking doctor or anything but i think and anything that i've read it's like men don't want to see that it feels like they failed their family their son or their daughter you know And, and it's harder for them to accept it and there's a lot of guilt Mm-hmm. When there shouldn't be any damn guilt. I mean, there was nothing we could do about it. There is nothing, absolutely nothing. And I don't give a shit what anybody says. There was nothing. This was inevitable. Mm-hmm. If it was going to happen, it was going to happen. You know, I, I have it in my family, and I have, uh, you know, I have family members. I mean, do your homework. Know your family. Your, you know, your family's history. You'll find it if it. If it's there, I mean, it's genetic. It's a lot genetic. It's a yeah. lot genetic. You know. So I mean, okay, let's let's go into how other people reacted. How many how many stupid um, Google search uh, homeopathic remedies did you get from friends or family? <laughs> That's hilarious. Little for real. Uh, the ayahuasca. What is that? Ayahuasca. I want, I was going to do it, but there's no way on earth I need to take him to do it. I'm like, he's already hallucinating. Why do I need him to hallucinate more? Yeah. I mean, and honestly, uh, from what I hear, you, uh, you know, you see demons and stuff, and it's not very good because you open your mind up to to something else, and it might end up worse. It could have like. Because, I mean, this is, these are brain issues. These are, you know, brain issues. This mm-hmm. is a chemical, this is a dopamine issue, you know? 
that as what is it Asuaga? ayahuasca ayahuasca i always say it wrong ayahuasca uh didn't didn't your people invent that though <laughs> i have yeah i have friends that do it and i'm like i'm not going and i'm not taking him you're like out my, of your damn mind i mean you know our people have have pasteles like we <laughs> Like, I'm that's, like this that, fool is how, already tripping. We got, no. we got, we got, we got pasteles and we got penil. That's how we, that's how we get down. You guys got ayahuasca and freaking peace pipes and shit like that. Patchouli. Like, yeah, we're like oh, looking at oils. you like, damn. I mean, life is not enough. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Add an extra. Like, add an extra dose. Of how that. fucked up do you guys need to be? <laughs> I mean, for real. You know, let them smoke pot. I, you know, I, yeah. I don't have a problem with pot to each his own. Right. Uh, but like I said, everybody's brain is different. Mm-hmm. Everybody reacts to anything different. Even freaking food you eat, we react different. Uh, I tried it with him because I thought I wanted to do anything as holistic as possible. Because with a mental illness, mm. you start developing a lot more physical um, uh like diabetes and um, what was the other one? I'm not heart condition, but high blood because pressure. You don't because you don't take care of yourself, right? So I was I wanted to do as much holistic as possible. Yeah, well that uh uh-uh, uh it made it worse. He was like paranoid, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like a really bad mom. I'm like, what did I do? I didn't give him a lot. I just I gave him a little bit of oil. And I, you know, and I was hoping that maybe it would relax him mm-hmm. and that it would, you know, kind of, I don't know, help him talk and yeah. feel more relaxed talking. Cause you know, I've seen other people high and they're fine. They're, you know, just talking and laughing and mm-hmm. whatever. And, uh, but you know, what else, what else stupid thing did some, uh, we got ayahuasca weed. I, weed. Ayahuasca weed. Oh, weed. the oils, aromatherapy. Uh, I tried the aromatherapy with the light and the the little mm-hmm. the little vase thing, and it changes colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wrote me a note. He said, "Please get this out of my room." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I was like, "What am I thinking?" You know. I was like, "Hello." Uh, <laughs> what else? Mm. But the aromatherapy is not bad. I mean, seriously, I, you know, I think that helps, you know, with what is the transmitter? What is it in your brain? Neuro, neuro, neurotransmitters. Yeah, yeah. neuro uptake inhibitor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? I'm not a smart man. I don't know nothing about craniacs or whatever. I don't. I don't know. Uh, you knew neurotransmitters. I yeah. yeah I I kind of figured there's a neuron and some transmitters and Did maybe some. Did you Google that? Uh yeah yeah neuro neuro transmitters and receivers where you know yeah. it's they're five G. The five G. The five G. That's yeah. that's. Have you? <laughs> did somebody say it's the five G that's uh, making your son sick? You have no idea. <laughs> oh God! Yes, because he's always wearing headphones. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's always listening to music, yeah. and you know, and it's crazy because a lot of people with mental illnesses—I don't know if you 
do the research, it's nuts. A lot of them go into music. Yeah. A lot of them listen to loud music. It, it, it tunnels that, uh, the, the noise in their head, mm -hmm. you know, uh, there's headphones, there's some simulated headphones out there that you can put on and it tells you, and it, sh and you can hear how someone with schizophrenia it, when they have an episode, like that's what it sounds like. Wow. Um, yeah, I haven't got my hands on them. I probably should. My next venture. Uh, I that, spend too much money. Yeah. It's not, that, that sounds like hell. Um, it's become our lifestyle. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, you know, I talk about all the therapies and stuff. Um, insurance doesn't pay for that. Mm. And most psychiatrists don't even take insurance anymore. They don't want to deal with them. Because mm -hmm. uh, they want to limit you on, you know, on what they can do and how they can treat and stuff, yeah. which is, which is stupid beyond stupid. Uh, I mean, but the sad thing is, is that a, a lot of the issues going on that you see everywhere, all the freaking chaos, all the anger, all the violence, it roots from somewhere. Yeah, it's rooted from somewhere. And if someone had trauma, I mean, hello you develop mental illnesses from trauma, you know? Mm -hmm. People think when they hear the words mental illness that it's just, like, batshit crazy. Yeah. No. You know, there's trauma in that. But if you're gonna go crazy, you might as well go batshit and crazy. You don't want to be... might as well go for the gold. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be regular crazy <laughs> because regular crazy, you know, there's, like, come on, dude. Really, just friggin' hang in there. It's, it's like batshit bat Then you get people like oh wow Maybe you do have problems maybe we should get you Some help if you need Okay it. so we've, yeah. we've like we've We've accepted it as our family And yeah. you know and we can make jokes Like you know we have like this little Dark humor we have a 12 Year old daughter mm -hmm. and then we have A 21 year old and we're All really close and I mean we He's got a huge my dad You know He's got a huge family support, which he's, you know, Good. not many do. And so he, you know, we're, we're so grateful and lucky that we have everybody, but we do have some serious dark ass humor. Like one time he was picking up cigarette butts and I was like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I want to smoke a cigarette. Mm -hmm. I was like, why are you freaking picking up other people's cigarette butts? And my husband was like, Hey, at least he ain't collecting thumbs. Okay. I was like, just. I'm like, fine. Yeah. At least he's not collecting people's fingers. So yeah. I mean, it, he's, he's going green. <laughs> yeah, he's going gray. He's hey, he was picking up the litter. Yeah, he was helping. He was, yeah. yeah. That little idiot. Ir ir I have these things in my mouth. I can't talk. Mm -hmm. uh, you know the movie Idiocracy. Idiocracy, yes. Idiocracy, yes. Yes, so he has... Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Little bitty things that he does, but it's nothing like 
I mean, it's nothing because he takes his medication. Mm -hmm. And if people took their medication, you know, and people loved him and they had connection, human connection, you know, you wouldn't see all that. The guy with the duck, you know, that's somebody's son, you know, that's, that makes me so sick. And, you know, it pisses me off. I mean, I mean, when you think of schizophrenia, I mean, I remember growing up, you know, there was this Polish guy in the park. He's just screaming and yelling by him at himself. You know, and people just stayed away because he was like, you know, he was screaming in Polish. Goodness, this Klingon is angry at something. Like it's Star Wars, is it Star? No, that. Oh my God! That, that Star Trek? Oh no! Oh no! Okay. You're gonna. You just started the war, the like a witch. Oh uh, my the, God! Do you watch anime? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. No. Yes, I do. I got a therapist for you. Hey, look, 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 look! A lot of those, a lot of those animes have very good storylines and. I mean, I'm not obsessed. It's not like I walk around with a a neuroto headband and run like an idiot. It's more like, huh? Oh, this is this is very artistic. Yes, uh, ah, Miyazaki. Yes, yes, yes. This is very highbrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, for real! I tried. Watching. And yet, and yes, I do. I do get upset when Netflix does a live action version of it, and I'm like, ha! Ah. <laughs> it's like they didn't even watch the source material. I think people are scared of the word schizophrenia in general. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a scary word. Yeah. And it's associated with a lot of scary shit. It really is because you, when you see someone with schizophrenia, you think someone, well, you think of that movie Sybil. You think of that, uh, and, and I, and I'm really way too young to even know that movie, but, uh, you know, it's a very popular movie, but it, you know yeah. she didn't have schizophrenia. She oh. had uh, she had split personality disorder, and that's what they and see there you go. That's what people mm-hmm. think schizophrenia is is having multiple personalities and people think that schizophrenia is everything. Yeah, like the one word is everything. Yeah. Do you know the hardest uh, mental illness to live with is bipolar? Mm. Because one minute you're functional. And then the next minute, it is just like, so, I mean, you're like living a great four months, just smooth as could be. And then all of a sudden, I mean, just shit hits the fan. Hmm. So, I mean, it, it's, it's a whirlwind. I mean, I have, I have friends that have sons and daughters that have, you know, that I've met, you know, through all this. And then I just started doing the research and I'm like, this is not, I mean, schizophrenia is I mean, you can function on schizophrenia if you take your medicine properly and you have the right dosage and you do the right therapies. I mean, there's doctors and lawyers that I've read books on that, you know, that just live really good lives. Right. You know, but they've accepted it. They've accepted it. He's, he's, it's like he's, it happened so young and his life was going into a certain direction because he was heading off to college when all this started. Mm. So then that depression kicked in and that's what we've been struggling with is the depression, not the I'm crazy and, you know, I 
I want to kill people. My brain is telling me, you know, to kill people and shit. No, it's the depression that is literally, you know, holding him back because he's so miserable that this has happened to him. It's crazy. Yeah. So the stigma with the word schizophrenia. Uh, I haven't even watched that movie with uh, Sally Field. I think. No. 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 With the one that won won some awards just recently, and the guy said that he was not going to wear his his tuxedo twice, or he was going to wear it. He was going to recycle it, not buy another one to save money. What was his name? His brother was River Phoenix. Joaquin oh, Joaquin. Phoenix. Joaquin, yeah. What was the movie? Joker. Um, the Joker. Yeah. I refused to watch it. I couldn't even watch, um, what was that, Glass? Oh, with yeah. With a guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't watch any of that. I don't know. Joker was a pretty good movie. I was, like, really impressed with it. Really? Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I could see why you would want to stay away from it. Yeah, the reality is just obscene. Oh, it is. It is because you you end. It makes you feel bad for the Joker, because I mean he he was trying. He was taking his medications, and then all of a sudden they shut it down, and he has to. He's he's by himself. He's like he, you know. And they're supposed to have social workers that go check on them. Yeah. Weekly, monthly, and you know, I know people that I've spoken to people, and they're like, "No, he hadn't this." I, I'm like, "So has your social worker came, and they can help you?" And they're like, "No, we haven't seen him in months." Oh my goodness! I'm like, "You got to be shitting me!" Yeah. I mean, you know, because this person is out there, literally just wandering the streets, you know, because they get so they get checks, right? So mm-hmm. you can file for disability. Yeah. But you have to be compliant to continue to get your check. You know, just because they have some sort of mental illness, don't assume that they're all stupid. You know, because, I mean, I've, I've, I've witnessed a lot of them. I'm like, you're sitting there literally trying to compromise with a, you know, with a doctor. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they know what they're doing sometimes. You know, yeah. unless they're having an episode, then I'll, I'll, I'll go for that. But... Um, I don't know. Anyway, it yeah. just throws me for a whirlwind. Hmm. I go on a tangent. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. I mean, it, it's it, it helps. I mean, like, okay, so like someone like me, what what do you want someone like me to understand about y- your son's illness? Like to to like destigmatize him just to be kind to everybody i think the only thing that's going to help this is to be kind to those you know we've learned that down there at the homeless shelter Mm -hmm. because some of those guys they struggle with it yeah but just them coming in and you helping them and and being kind to them they want to take their medicine they want to they want they want they actually want they actually have that feeling of want because I'm assuming when you are down to the worst of your worst, you don't have that feeling of want or desire, you know? And I think we've all lost that be kind kind of thing, you know? Uh, Humans are 
are are act. I mean, humans are so not nice. They're just shit asses. They're just assholes <laughs> to each other. You know, shit asses. Shit asses. I don't. Uh, know. They're just okay. freaking. They're assholes. In- interesting combination. I hey, don't take it. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna copyright it. Don't take okay. Mine. My shit ass mm. work. God damn shit ass is running. You're a here. shit ass. Hey, just for my because I'm from Texas, I don't sound like that. I don't want my daughter date no goddamn shit damn ass. Shit ass. You're a shit ass. These days, I wish they would go back to their shit ass. Aren't you Puerto Rican? Say say it in uh, Puerto Rican. Yeah, you know? yeah. You damn shit ass. Yeah, uh, anyway, no, I honestly. All, all I really want is just, you know, when someone is having an episode or someone is standing out there in the road, you know, uh, screaming, they need help. They don't need you to fucking videotape them and humiliate them. They don't need you to freaking uh, call the cops and say that you're terrified or whatever, you know, say, hey, you know. That guy, you know, that guy needs help, you know. That's someone's son. That's someone's, yeah. you know, brother. And, you know, treat him like a damn human being, yeah. you know. And, and it's, but but it's easier to just disregard them and. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm I'm guilty of doing that. It's like, you, you, you like, there's, you're powerless to help. So it's like. Just direct your eyes down and don't look at them. But it's like. So I have a friend and she's a pastor's wife. Mm -hmm. And it was storming out here one night and there was a man and I know who she I know I I figured out who she was telling me the story about. Mm -hmm. But there was this guy and he's homeless and he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And she said, I was not going to let him sit out there in the rain. And I was like, what did you do? I was like, what do you mean? I was like, who did you call? She's like, no, I put him in my car. Mm. And I put his wheelchair in my car and I went and found somewhere for him to stay. And I was like, that's not safe. I said, you should have called somebody to come help you. She's like, I don't care. She's like, I was not going to drive by and not do anything. I was not going to not help. Well, that's Christ. But that, we, that is Christ-like. But you know what? But it's easier, and it was, and it literally. So she ended up getting bed bugs in her car. Oh. Yeah, and so she had to strip all her clothes. She had to, and she had to read, and not once did she complain or anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing about it. The only reason I heard about her car is because someone told me. Hmm. And then when I called and talked to her, I was like, are you okay? I was like, don't you think you should have, you know, called for help? And, you know, we could have all, no, she's fine. She's like, I handled it. I did it. And you know what? And I'm just not sure. You know, I'm me personally. I'm not sure why not everybody's hard to like that. It's confusing me, but that's really all I, I don't, I, I can't even imagine what anybody needs to do. Other than don't turn a blind eye and be kind and ha- be helpful. I honestly, I mean, and don't go to conferences that say that they're fundraising because it's a crock of shit. Or don't give money to to re. I I 
nothing's do nothing's happening so why why are people giving money yeah i'm sorry to the people that hear it and and are fundraisers or say they give money but i just don't know where the money goes you know you know i don't yeah. it, it doesn't make sense to me it really it, i i don't blame you it really doesn't I mean, when I see the prison systems, when I see them, uh, when when I see the rates going, uh, the rate of people in there going down, then maybe I'll think that, you know, they're actually helping, but they're not. You know, you can drive out there and see that they're at full capacity, all of them. Yeah. And we have tons of them here in Texas. I mean, we have more than anyone in the state. So is there anything that he likes to do other than like anything outdoorsy he likes to do that like helps calm his spirit? Yeah, so we go out to our farm and he'll, you know, he'll take the side by side and go out and he'll take pictures and mm-hmm. you know, he loves nature. I mean, he loves his dog, he loves nature and mm. he loves being outside and and you know, the sad thing is is that he loves fishing. He loved to fish and hunt and he'd go out to the, you know, to the deer lease with all the guys and hang out. And, but there's no way on earth you're going to catch him uh, killing an animal. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. He's always been compassionate, even as a little kid. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like, oh, my gosh. A couple of days ago, he doesn't really get on social media. Mm-hmm. And he does not watch um, news. He doesn't Google stuff. Uh, and he really never even really knows what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. I, I, but, it's for the best. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, we've had gosh. a lot of company over. And everybody was talking about the situation in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And he came and asked me if I watched the video. And I said, no, absolutely not. I said, I've heard so much. I'm, you know, I can't even imagine, you know. And he's like, no, you don't even understand. And for someone that never really talks, mm-hmm. when he said that, and I was like, please tell me you did not watch that video. He's like, it's everywhere. It is. I was like, yeah. why? I was like, why would you do that? He was on the verge of crying, and I'm like, please, no. No, because, you know, I mean, that that's a horrible video. It's a horrible thing oh, that is. happened. And, you know, for someone that has so much compassion and, and literally can't control it, and more likely, you know, I mean, something like that can trigger someone's depression in a heartbeat. And, I mean, clinical depression. And then that's it. You're stuck in a state, you know. You're, you're stuck in it for two, three weeks at the most. So, anyway. I can go on for days about how I feel yeah. about all this. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in, in closing, do you have anything else you want to, like, put out there? No, not really. Is there anything you want to promote that that will help you and your son? I just want everyone. Yeah, I can. I want to promote that everybody don't turn a blind eye and and you know, 
be helpful, be there for your family. I mean, the, the, the biggest recovery and the success of this has to, a lot to do with family connection. And it doesn't have to be blood. You know, your family can be anybody, right. but you've got to have, you know, if you know somebody going through something, you got it. You got to be there for for them. You know, don't wait till you get to that phone call and the, you know, and they they've committed suicide or they, yeah. God only knows what, because mm-hmm. it's preventable. It is preventable. I think that is preventable. Yeah. You never know. I might be proven wrong one day, but. Yep. <laughs> so from moms, so from the mom to everybody. <laughs> from be cool to each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank and you. And watch anime. Yes, yes, especially uh, the Mirazaki uh, ones, uh, like uh, no. uh, Princess Monoko, Monoki. Um, uh, what's this? Uh, uh, Kiki. What? Stop! Hold on. I went too far. <laughs> Mirazaki. Let me see. Okay, what mirrors? Okay. Okay, what, what movies uh, we got? Oh, we got uh, Spirit to the Way, My My Neighbor uh, Totoro, uh, Howl's Moving Castle, and Princess Monoke. Yes, very good, very good, uh, well written, very well animated movies. <laughs> I only watch uh, the Weather Channel. Of course, that's that's my favorite anime too. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I can't watch anything on TV. The drama, I got too. I have enough in my world. Right. I don't. I watch the Weather Channel. Have you at least watched it. Death Note? Death Note is is very suspenseful. Uh, there's What's a Death Note. It's uh, basically this. Uh, this kid finds a demon's notebook that has the power to uh, kill people with however in however way he writes in it. Like, let's say he wants someone to die of like a, a car crash. He'll write their name and boom. Um, yeah, I want to know the writer's life first. Yeah, there, there's uh there's assassination classroom, which is kind of a comedy sort of thing. Mm. Um. Hmm. Is that a, what you watch? There's, there's this. The, the, one of the classics is Akira. Akira. That's that. That's one of like the ones that really uh, started it all, kinda. Uh, of course, there's Sailor Moon, but you know that's that's for the girls. Uh, you know, there's there's uh, Dragon Ball Z, which a lot of people like. Uh. I've heard of that. Yeah, um, Pokemon. From that's the 90s. Te- yeah, Pokemon. That's technically an anime. Really? Yes. It it was it's uh, animated in it was made in Japan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh. yeah the cartoon was an- Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's why I never liked it. Yeah. Um. No, that shit's overstimulating. You do you know that right? It's it's too overstimulating for your brain. I'm just saying. Well, not for mine. I mean, I like it's it. extremely overstimulating. So, do you you watch them all the time? Not all the time, but you know, if if, if someone suggests uh, one that has like a good story, like there's this one called Tokyo Ghoul, 
I'm I'm I kind of like it. It's a it, like I like a good storytelling. I'm watching. I'm reading um, Mike Lindell, the mm-hmm. My Pillow guy. I'm reading his book. Yeah, is it isn't it basically the Bible? No, <laughs> he was he was on crack. Like he was straight up a crackhead. Like yeah. he was hooked on crack. That explains and the that explains the pillow because it's like uh, you he, know I used to sleep on wadded up newspapers, <laughs> and I realized I could do better, and I cleaned no, myself. No, he was a up. functioning addict. Oh, he was a functioning addict. I mean. It wasn't easy, yeah. Because I mean, he wasn't a homeless crackhead. He was. Fun. He always had a home, and you know, he always, you know, he he always provided. And then why did he just, stop? I mean, you know, no one likes a quitter. Crazy. You got no one crazy. likes a quitter. Like, come on. Well, uh, we're no, getting we're getting the, off topic. So let me let me end the, <laughs> let me end the show before it gets all freaking silly. People are like. Damn it, Louis B. You, you fucked another one up again. All right. So, anyways, I'd like to thank okay. everyone for listening to the show. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Christy Marie for coming on. Uh, and remember, like she says, be cool to each other. Do not turn a blind eye because, uh, you know, you got to help people. So, as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. And. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.